and welcome back to the CrossFit Hero podcast. We are on episode 41 out of the aim of 52. Um, strange still time of year, um, but we're kind of, uh, I think I would like to say that a lot of us are digging deeper uh, and finding a little bit more internally to try and give a little bit more um, to stay with your head above war. It is a very tough time, uh, as we all know, and uh, I think we're all doing a great job uh, of, of pushing through, of rolling with the punches and adapting to, uh, to the situations that we're in. Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that maybe I should have uh, spoke about quite a while ago, actually. I, I get to talk to a lot of people about this quite often um, through meeting people um, in the gym, not so much obviously now in person, but over the phone, through Zooms and just in general chit chat with regards to home and gym workouts and which one works. Um, now, there is no right or wrong answer. Uh, this is all down to you as an individual, but there are some things that, um, you know, let's say some metrics that you might want to measure against or, or compare against and think, well, which one actually works for me? Now, the biggest thing, um, and like many gym owners across the country and across the world, you know, there have been people that have suspended their membership, or sorry, terminated their membership or, or said, you know, I can't work out from home, which we all completely respect. Um, I think the biggest challenge that us as gym owners face is, is what those people are going to be doing in, in the meantime. And this is no, um, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm getting anyone's back up or this is not a personal attack to anyone. This is um, me hoping to give you some open and honest advice on a bigger platform and maybe you can take it away and improve what you're currently doing or get more out of what you're doing with the gym or any other gym that you're with. So obviously, you know, I have noticed that we have got a lot of listeners and not all our listeners are, are members of CrossFit Harrow. We are um, reaching quite a lot of downloads and getting um, across, across the world quite, quite a lot which is a, a very proud thing to, to say. Um, we've got people all over the world listening. Um, so take this to, you know, hopefully improve something that you're doing so that you can get the most out of whatever time that we're left in this lockdown. Now, the biggest question I ask um, people is, well, what happens if this goes on for another year? What are you going to do? Because access to the gym is going to be limited. And if you're someone that says, I can't train at home, well, what are you going to do in that year? We all wish for more time. And I think the biggest, one of the biggest um, things that we spoke about at the beginning of these podcasts is we all wanted more time. We all wanted more time. We got that time in lockdown one. A lot of us became a lot more productive. Um, We've done new things. We learned new skills. You know, we, for those of you that weren't exercising before, you're now exercising. For those of you that weren't cooking before, you're now cooking, you're experimenting. For those of you that, you know, weren't going out for walks and finding that headspace you're now doing that and that's become a consistent thing that you've kept up in lockdown two maybe not so much we didn't maybe learn some new skills and things like that but we still had that time and actually now um with lockdown three or three thousand whichever number we're on although our work has adapted that we're in that work we're working from home element um we still do have some of the time that we wish that we had before so that's a year gone by already. Now imagine if another year goes by and imagine if you're in the same place you were when you start, when this first lockdown started. Where are you going to go from there? 
So let's talk about some, some things. Now, obviously, being at home is very convenient. Um, you know, you don't have to essentially get, you know, dressed up as such. Uh, well, if you want to do fitness naked, that's up to you. But um, I mean that you're not making the commute all the way to the gym. You know, you, you don't... Uh, you don't have to get in the car you're you know you might roll downstairs or go to the back of the garden whatever you you know is now that works for some of us who are really tight on time and i think it's very common for example a lot of the population in the us that do have home facility uh because they have you know generally double garages they've got that space um, and obviously the weather helps they have the convenience of training at home now there's no right or wrong it essentially is is, is whatever works um, for you. And you don't have to worry about, you know, it's a 25-minute journey there, then I'm going to spend an hour at the gym, it's a 25-minute journey back. And so, but although it's convenient, how effective um, are your workouts going to be? And we're going to talk about that in a second, okay? Then we've got one thing that I want to kind of uh, talk about. It's like safety and like new skills. So we want to talk about, you know, safety and new skills in a way that, you know, being at home, you are obviously not developing new skills in the respect of, you know, you may not be improving. You might be, and we need to understand that, that whilst we're at this position when we're at home, we are purely looking at it from a point of view that we are trying to maintain a level of conditioning for when we do move back into gym. Now, for those of you, obviously, that are members at CrossFit Harrow, one of the things that we did speak about as a team was improving those skills. And from February, you will be doing a, a home handstand challenge, let's say, to get better at these positions. And there are three sessions within the week. Now, in terms of safety, um, yes, you might be in a safer environment at home because maybe there are less things that can go wrong. Okay, but you have to think about in terms of safety. Now, if you are doing something wrong and you're working out from home, and I'm not talking if we're doing this over Zoom. I'm not, I'm not talking about Zoom because the idea of the Zoom classes is that we replicate as best as we can being in the gym environment through coaching, through trying to get into better positions um, and being as safe as possible. But you might find that you, know, you are doing things wrong and actually where you think you're trying to improve in your health in your fitness, sorry, it's actually quite detrimental. You're picking up injuries. And because you're at home, you're like, oh, no one's watching or whatever it might be. Like, I'm going to do whatever I want to do or how, how, however I want to feel. You know, there's no real care for improvement. You're almost doing it because now we wrote, we've done a podcast a long time ago about you're doing it wrong. And that was going to the gym to burn calories. Okay, a lot of people do that. They go to the gym purely to burn calories, but not go to the gym to improve their physical fitness, uh, their mental fitness, and also just to get, you know, get better skills, especially in the CrossFit environment where skills are such a big part of improving or being able to do a lot of the stuff. Um, so you look at it as like, oh, I'm doing this workout because I have to, because I'm not home, because I'm eating shit, because uh, you know, I need to stay mentally well. But that's not the right reasons for you to be working out. So really, you know, it could be detrimental. Now, effectiveness, I did say that I was going to speak about this before. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't matter where you do your workouts. Like, you know, some of us are, I can't do workouts at home. But if you was on a beach, you could do a workout on a beach. I mean, I know most of us would want to lie down and sunbathe. But if you're given the opportunity where there was a few of you on holiday and you had to do a workout, you would absolutely do it on the beach. Um, but all that matters is that whatever workout you do, that you're doing it properly. As long as you can satisfy that requirement, you'll be able to make progress regardless of where you train. So... 
Um, one thing um, that, you know, I'd like to make a point of is I don't think a lot of us can find intensity. And that's part of the reason as we go to gyms. We go to gyms to be coached, okay, because we're not paying for access, we're paying for coaching, and we're also um, essentially wanting to get intensity because intensity provides or produces the results that we want physiologically, okay, in terms of how our body change, changes shape over time. So if you know what you're doing, then feel free. You own it, you do what you're doing. But if you don't, and a lot of us don't, we need help. And that's why originally you came to, to a gym and you wanted to start. So network with the people around you. You've got a support bubble, coaches. There's no right or wrong between working from home or working out in the gym. Okay, You're going to have more access to equipment. Okay, Not more access in general, but just more access to the equipment that you have. You might be reduced equipment at home. Something we'll talk about in a second. Um, but it has to be effective. It has to make sure that you're getting exactly what you want out of the workout. Now, if you're finding something on the website, or on a, sorry, on a random website that says, AMRAP 30 minutes, 50,000 walking lunges, you know, 20,000 burpees, and uh, a one mile run. Now, the reality is these workouts are just put up just for the sake of being put up, and some psycho has put that up and done that workout and thought, well, let me see who else is gonna do it with me. Now, it needs to be effective. Training for you to improve has to be uh, over a period of time. You know, training there is a periodization element to training. You know, you have to go through different sets, reps, tempos, etc. That all that stuff still applies into CrossFit. That you know, there are people think that CrossFit workouts are just random. You can literally throw numbers at a, you know, even if you had a set of darts, you throw them at a dartboard, and that gives you your number. Uh, you know, for the reps, I see loads of stuff on social media that your name your initials of your name is the amount of reps and things yes it makes things fun but it really doesn't in some degree because you're not getting better you're not it's not effective you know you think it's cool at the time i'm doing four thousand things of this and you're like well actually you know what am i doing where is this going to take me how am i improving what am i doing so um whatever you're doing whether it's at home or in the gym, it has to be effective. And some of us do fail to be effective in the gym because we do let our ego get on top of us. You know, if, if, if for example, there's weights written on the board that you have to do, you know, RX and scale, some people think, well, I can do that with five, with, with five reps, so I think I can do that at 15. It doesn't necessarily work that way. And if you'd notice, something that we, as a gym, we're going to move into this new year with and something that I was so excited about is now working at people's percentages because there is no excuse. There is nowhere to run, there is nowhere to hide. If you can't do it, that means that you've told a little bit of a lie on your um, on your uh, uh, one rep max. And that is to eliminate that ego element of, yeah, I can do that. As a male, I, I can do 100 kilo. Well, actually you don't because 100 kilo for a lot of us is more than our body weight. And at the moment, especially for beginners, beginners are, if we were to look at lifting as some respect, are not even anywhere near expected to lift near their body weight. So after two or three weeks of CrossFit, why do we think that we need to be putting on body weight and a half or just body weight in general? It's progressive. It has to be taken over time for it to be effective. Okay, So some of us can't get that home and some of us don't get that in the gym. So sit there and think about, well, how do I make my training effective? Do I do my own thing and not listen to what's around me? Or... Do I take on board the advice that I've been given when I'm being coached in a class 
um, that I need to do X, Y, and Z at whatever weight, or I need to move with this stimulus. Now, for those you know at, at, at CrossFit Harrow, in your workouts before the start of the week, you know your workouts are loaded, and there's a thing, there's things to focus on. There's a goal of the workout for every single day. Okay, it's not often that one's missed, um, and it will say, "Go at 100 miles an hour today." Today is gas. You know, we want you to suffer today, or it will be, you know, today is about pacing. We need to understand you know, where we are in terms of pacing. We're looking at, you know, some rowing intervals today. So you're trying to understand your pace over 500 meters. So you know that when you move into a workout, that's something like five rounds. And if you know that your fastest 500 meters is holding a one minute 50 pace over 500 meters, you're not going to do that in a five round workout. You're probably going to be about 15 seconds slower because you want to stay consistent in terms of your output and, and the results that you get from that training session. So become effective. And if you don't, programming is an art. If you don't understand programming, to be honest, none of you are expected to understand programming. And that's why it's worth investing in a coach, investing in a gym, etc. Okay. Um, so exercise variety. Now, unless you've got a full-on gym at home, um, you're obviously going to have a lot more variety in terms of going to the gym. However, having said that, um, I... You know, and we have uh, people that have just got, and I encourage people, if there's only two things that you need to get a fantastic workout at home and you want top conditioning, all you need is a dumbbell and a skipping rope because you don't need any equipment to go running. You don't need any equipment, obviously, for body weight stuff. And people think, oh, body weight, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, I'm not going to get anything out of it. But actually, how many of you can sit there and say that you can do a pull-up in the gym? Not a lot of you. How many of you can sit there and say, I can do a full push-up? Not a lot of you. So why would you not train body weight to, to master it? You know, we all look at these muscle-ups and we look at, you know, through bars or rings and we look at these planches and think, oh, I'd love to do that. But actually, we can't do the simple stuff yet. We And that's, I would say for me, that's the biggest problem in, let's say, the CrossFit environment for, um, or used to be the biggest problem for in the CrossFit environment for new people moving over to CrossFit. And still, um, to some degree, like the, the, the old school guys of girls from a few years ago in the CrossFit world, I'm not saying at CrossFit Arrow, um, that, you know, as soon as you get your hands on a barbell, it's such a satisfying feeling. Because one, you can do it, okay? Regardless of what the exercise is, you can generally do it, you know? If you, let's say we take a power clean, for example. Now, if you can't do... Argument's sake, just throwing numbers here, 30 kilo power clean. You end up using uh, 25 kilo, you can't do that. Anyway, you straight back to the bar. Now, if you can't do the bar, you do it with a stick. Now, in your head, you're like, oh, I'm getting better at this, you know, and then you progress within one or two weeks onto a barbell because generally, from a stick to a barbell, it doesn't take that long, especially if the barbell's, you know, a training bar or anything like that. And we, we accept that. We're like, yes, you know, onto a barbell. Now I'm, you know, getting better, blah, blah, blah. But why can we not accept that in order to to get stronger at pull-ups or stronger at push-ups, we have to do the very basic things first. It's the equivalent of moving from a stick to a, to a barbell. And a lot of us fast forward that and, and, you know, we still don't move perfectly in the barbell, but we keep loading weight. And that's because we always chase that stimulus out of the workout. Whenever you're doing a workout, we should be looking or we should be feeling that rep felt really good. Oh, that one didn't. I know where my foot position was on that one, my elbows, etc. My chest wasn't up, etc. You should be feeling that with every single rep. And it's become more apparent to me personally 
you know, when I've been, uh, for those of you that know me, I love to snatch. I just, that's one of my favorite movements, if not my favorite. If I've had a good day, I'll snatch. If I've had a bad day, I'll snatch. I just like snatching. I'm short. Um, I've got short limbs. I'm fortunate. That's why I like snatching. <laughs> um, so, um, and every single rep, I've, I've been weightlifting or doing snatches, I would say very, or in a better movement pattern for the last, I'd say four years, five years. But I started snatching eight years ago and probably, if not more. In fact, it's probably a decade ago. Yeah, when I was 20. Um, when I was 20 years of age is probably when I started going into kind of the Olympic movements of snatch and clean and jerk. Okay? And, I, and I, had no, I had no idea then in terms of where, from where I am now. And even to this day, every single rep, I'm like, oh, that didn't feel great. I know what I did wrong. Even to this day, when you know we're, we're in the gym as a team training, one of the coaches, Kate, Grant, well, I caught that one a little bit funny, too much on your toes. And I take that on board because I have to learn. I have to become better. Just because you can snatch or just because you can deadlift or power clean once one weight at X amount of kilo doesn't mean you've completed it. How do you become more effective, more efficient, that's the question. Anyway, went on a bit of a tangent. Exercise variety. You can get an amazing workout of a set of dumbbells, or not even a set of dumbbells, a dumbbell and a skipping rope. And if you haven't, and you think you're sitting and you think, oh, I can't, contact me. I will absolutely put you through a month worth of conditioning um, with a dumbbell and a kettlebell. Not a problem. You've got to reach intensity. Now, variety, you'll get bored. If you're at home and you're thinking, I'm going to do this myself, Okay, whether you're following whoever it is on Instagram, 